This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. All right, y'all. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the G Podcast. It is episode 118. Give it up. Give it up. Yes. As our guest says on, on the Black Mental Matters, and the crowd goes wild. The crowd went crazy. <laughs> the crowd went crazy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, as we tape, y'all, it, it is All-Star Weekend in Cleveland. And I got to say what's up to folks who are waiting, like Tanya B, to get their um, All-Star festivities on. Team LeBron versus Team Durant. Congrats to, I uh, got to say congrats to Atlanta Hawk, uh, Trey Young, for being voted yeah. in as starters. And, and I watched the... Um, three-point shootout he was like I think second or third he did okay he was trying you know he was trying better than he did last year so you know so we're taping just ahead of game time and today's show uh is part of our Black History Month celebration series and and today we're going to discuss mental health with uh Black Mental Matters podcast I gotta give it I'm gonna give it up to him right now because he is right here y'all the one and only Vince the voice Bailey <laughs> yeah. Happy Let's go ahead, Vince. What'd you say? <laughs> I said the crowd goes crazy. <laughs> and Vince, <laughs> go ahead, Vince. It's crazy. Because we've been hanging out. Vince has not been hanging out for like an hour before the show, listening and just jamming. Because we we you know, we both came from the radio background. We were talking about the fact that a lot of the music, the hot music, is when we got started, like the 90s and all that. So we were we were just, you know, Tanya B too. We were just kind of cruising, grooving, you know, all of us on the podcast remember the 90s. But uh, but Vince, man, has just done a phenomenal job. I, I get my hat off, off to him. When he came to me and said, you know, man, hey, uh, that podcast thing, uh, I'm trying to get up in that. What, what you know about that? So we we connected and I threw him, you know, just like two, two sentences and he just took it and ran with it and created an empire. With uh, with Black Mental Matters, I'm just so proud of him, man. He is blowing numbers up left and right. Uh, he and Makiba, uh, Makiba Reed Johnson. I, I like to call her uh, Doctor Makiba Reed Johnson Esquire. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, what's up to Makiba if she's listening? Um, and and I just appreciate her effort and all the things that she puts into the show as well. Uh, I'm gonna talk to you in a minute, Vince. Uh, but I want to introduce the the flow, the 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 folks who who make it happen over here. Uh, you know, this is the G Podcast. Each week we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea with the one and only uh, Tanya B and more. And Tanya B is in the building. Y'all give it up for the one and only Tanya B. What'd you say, Tanya B? I have a new name. I have a new name for myself. I proclaim myself Queen OG, as in Queen of the G Podcast. Oh, wow. Okay, Queen OG. Well then. Okay. Yeah, that's right <laughs> I'm that. Is that is that like uh like the uh Game of Thrones? You you have <laughs> cut somebody like up. I just thought of it. No, it's like I'm all look, I'm all somebody dead? <laughs> no, I'm just no, not yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Tanya B, man, does the um, Birdwire every Friday and Saturday night, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern and plus Saturdays at noon. What you going to say, Tanya B? Go ahead. Oh, just that on the Birdwire side, I am your number one indie radio chick. And over here in the podcast, I'm just the Queen OG. Okay. You got the you got a dinosaur 
like in in, in Game dragon. of Thrones. <laughs> no, 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 not a dino, a dragon. Yeah, that's it. She got a dragon. She could fly dragon. in. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I got a dragon, but you don't want my smoke. So, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, all right. Uh, my boy Vi just called in. He said he can't get out of bed. I mean, I don't know. We might oh, have must to be nice. What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Let me, well... let me let me go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. But uh, he, he's under the weather, so I told so, you didn't want that smoke. <laughs> so by <laughs> under, the under the, <laughs> he said, <laughs> he is under the weather, y'all. Um, give it up for Vi, y'all. I'm just gonna give Vi some cheers. I hope you feel better, man. Feel better, Vi. Y'all know that song. Uh, plus, um, K-Dub is in the building, music director extraordinaire, and I got to give it up to him for Ohio. Yes. Oh, man, who they? They tried. They, they should have had Bootsy on. They should have <laughs> included him at least for a second since it was Cincinnati. You know, they used his songs and sample, but. Yeah. I appreciate the day off Cincinnati. It was cool. It was cool. How, so how? let me ask you, how was the city with the loss, man? Because they, they really put up, up a great effort, man. How was the city, you know, after? Uh, it was uh, crickets. You know, I, I I was banking on L.A. to win, but since we were able to be off work for a day since they was in the Super Bowl, I, I, I enjoyed it. But it was pretty much crickets on Monday. Really? I just went wow. on about my day. Like, yeah, like, thanks Wait, for Monday. No off, parade, you know? no you know, good, you know, E for effort. No, no, no. Oh, they, they might have. Time. I ain't a Bengals. I, they might have. I wasn't a Bengals fan. I just wanted the day off. So everything's cool. <laughs> you know, that was how you really feel. K-Dub, that was I mean, how you I'm really feel. I'm just saying, you know. But I it's do all like good. Joe Burrows, though. He, yeah. You know. <laughs> and K-Dub is in Dayton. So, you know, I guess, you know, if, if Cleveland, would you be a better fan of Cleveland? Bigger fan of Cleveland? You know? No? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, I got you. L.A., uh, California, A. Roger Trout. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, right. no, except, yeah, from, yeah. You know, except for music, Ohio is no Ohio. You think <laughs> on exactly. I'm yeah. We saying. represent music. Sports yeah. Yeah. Bob Evans. Thing anyway. They got Bob Evans. That's good breakfast. <laughs> Down on the farm. They got farms in Ohio. Through that. I'm from Indiana next door. I know. <laughs> yes, he does. Oh, yeah. me. Yes, he does. And I'm your host, Tommy B. Uh, check out the uh, Throwback Alley, midnight uh, Sunday to 6 a.m. And, and, and Vince, the voice, and I have been kind of grooving on Throwback Alley on the Sunday version, 2 p.m. up until the podcast. Uh, so we were grooving on some 90s, man. Appreciate you, Vince, for, for coming in early and hanging out, man. Um, oh, we gotta, we gotta do, we gotta take our show on the road, man. Call Karen Renee. Let's hey, you cutting up, man. That music, that was good stuff. You know that, uh, you know, that was real music. Yeah. Yeah. I can't music. even, all That's those crazy. artists, that was good stuff. Yeah. Shout out to Karen Renee, by the way, they doing the, uh, I think the, was it the NAACP, uh, anniversary is uh, February twenty eighth. Yeah, yeah, Monday, uh, February twenty eighth. One hundred and five years, I think it is. We yeah. celebrate. Yeah, so it's going to be so, good stuff, man. Good, yeah, good yeah. stuff. Uh, well, you know, I, I invited Vince on, and, and I appreciate the effort from Akiba. Akiba is here with us in spirit, and and, and she's going to keep Vince on track, <laughs> if anything. <laughs> but but um, we we talk about a lot of stuff every week here, um, and. A lot of it is, of course, current events. Um, and 
One thing I always tell people, even when it comes down to you and I, Tanya B, when we talk about crime, is uh, when you say, well, why is it happening here? And I tell a lot of people because they don't understand that a lot of these areas have history. You know what I mean? Uh, that a lot of people who move to the city might not be aware of. And it's interesting that Vince and Makiba did this excellent podcast, this show that talked about PTSD. And Vince, uh, Vince the Voice Bailey, I'll introduce, he's founder and co-host of Black Mental Matters, uh, just a, a voiceover artist extraordinaire. He, he really voices our network and, and, and a lot of the shows on the network, community activists, very plugged in. I say he's everywhere and everything to many, y'all. Uh, and I, I, you know, I definitely like to call him a friend, but uh, Vince really... Um, jumped into the mental health aspect of helping people in a big way. Uh, you know, his family has suffered or, or ha has dealt with suicide, and he's been very transparent about that. And I'll let you go into that, Vince. But the recent podcast, you talked about PTSD in the Black community. How is, what does that mean? Well, uh, thanks uh, again for having and uh, Tanya B and K Dub, such a pleasure. Um, uh, and uh, Makiba, shout out again. Yeah, she she is the uh, part of this uh, program and and this movement. She has all the credentials. She has the you know went to school for all this. I'm just a brother who love people and uh, have been blessed to uh, be able to work with a lot of organizations and, and folks. And um, as you said, you know, my dad committed suicide when I was 17, uh, mm -hmm. and then fast forward in 2004, my older brother. Brother, my oldest brother, who taught me so much, uh, did the same. And so, you know, as a therapy, therapy for myself, I believe, you know, being able to talk about it is such a, a wonderful thing. And, and I wanted to share that experience with others and let them know that they're not alone in the issues that they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, along the way, uh, Dr. Eugene Harrington uh, was the uh, host. Uh, guest on the, this, this, the past podcast on intergenerational generational trauma. And as you said, PTSD with just being black in, in the United States, you're living constantly with PTSD, chronic PTSD. In fact, I call it CTSD, constant tra traumatic post syndrome. Uh, it goes way back. And, and the thing about it is it has affected us in such a way that we don't even know that it's affected. We don't even know why we act the way we do while we say things like you got to work twice as hard to get ahead. You ain't got to work twice as hard to get ahead. You just got to work, yeah. you know, but a slave back in the day had to work from sun up to sundown. What no eight hours mm. in, you know, break time, wasn't nothing like that, you know, and these things are not only ingrained in our mind, but it gets put into your DNA. Mm. And one of the Man. revelations, oh yeah, one of the revelations uh, uh, that that came to me here recently is why does this other culture hate us so much? Why are they so down and 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 put us? And I thought about it, and then I started doing some research on it, just like. This is in our DNA. Folks, it's in their DNA. Yeah. If you look in history, it was always about conquer, oppress, take, steal, rape, pillage, all those kinds of things. Yeah. Guess what's happening today? And they don't even understand where it's coming from. So, you know, when you talk about, you know, CRT and all, it, it, it's, it's big. But what we what we have found is uh, that, yes, 
generational trauma is very real and we have to begin to uh, study and uh, do things, uh, find out ways that we can eradicate this and uh, change our outcomes. Health outcomes are affected by it. Uh, the stress, you know, that's put on you because you can't understand. And that's why I say we got to say, OK, that's the way these folks are. This is why they are so racist against us. And, and hey, I, I got all kind of friends. I got friends from Romania. I'm going to yeah. Boston this weekend. Uh, my partner is Iceland, uh, from Iceland. You know, I, I am in no way, but I am definitely pro-black and I'm pro-New Orleans. You know, <laughs> my folks. So I got my beads. beads on. Yeah. yeah, I got my beads on. But, but um, you know, I, I, I don't want to give the impression uh, ever hmm. because I wasn't raised like that to yeah. be, you know, a racist or, you know, a, I wasn't I wasn't raised to be that way, but we have to understand where this is coming from. And so then we can free ourselves up, free up our minds. Oh, it's nothing wrong with me. It's something wrong with them for putting this kind of uh, uh, pressure and oppression uh, upon us. Again, health, you're stressed out. You don't want to get out of bed. You got to work with these before you go to work. You're like, oh, my God, you know, uh, uh, your self-esteem, uh, self-esteem is, is down. Uh, internal oppression. How many times you heard, man? Working with black folks, boy, crabs in the bear, all these terms and terminology that we use about each other all the time. And and, I mean, it just rolls off your lips. Where does all this come from? Well, it has been passed down from generation to generation until it actually, again, gets into your DNA. What is it called? Uh, Epigenetics. Uh, uh, It's a new term that scientists right now are studying epigenetics. Uh, Epigenetics. I had to put it over here so I can make sure I get it right. (laughs) Which is that trauma experienced by parents can impact the DNA and behavior of their offspring for generations to come. One study that was conducted on worms, all right, it is worms, but showed the residual effect of trauma lasted 14 generations. Wow. Mm. 14? 14 Mm -hmm. generations. Since I have a question. Mm. Go ahead. Talk about the intergenerational thing. And, you know, I I look at, you know, what's happening now. We were talking about music earlier. And when you have like a Kanye West and a Kid Cudi and a Kodak Black and all these other, uh, even Lil Wayne, all these other, these rappers that these kids look up to that have some serious mental health issues. You know, and I still say, even with the the ones that I named, there's something that happened to them somewhere along the line that causes them to, you know, behave the way that they do. And so many times you find that, you know, they weren't always forthcoming with it. They, uh, you know, a lot of artists and people who are creative, period, Hmm. you know, they have trauma. And a lot of times it's untreated. I mean, let's go back to James Brown. The the trauma he suffered as a child, I think, has something to do with his self-destructive behavior and the way that he treated and abused women. Let's just call a thing a thing. And he wasn't the only one. Look at David Ruffin. So, I mean, how I'm just wondering, how would you speak to, you know, these young people? And even people at our age, because we looked up to the David Ruffins of the world and the, you know, I mean, look, people looked up to Rick James and, you know, even Whitney Houston, who suffered some trauma because of, you know, how her life ended so tragically. You know, I think people need to under, I mean, they're real people too, but do you have any perspective or opinion as to how people can, you know, I guess separate, you know, the fame from, you know, this person that happens to make a living a different way than we do, but they still are dealing with trauma and mental illness. And well, it's real. I think, 
I think if you, you know, are able to to research, you'll find that it's not just the, the icons, quote unquote, in our community, but but in other communities as well. I mean, yeah, uh, Abraham at, Lincoln. Seymour Hoff, yeah, a, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman committed suicide. You, look oh, yeah. at, you know, Jim Carrey had a girlfriend that or no, Drew Carey had a girlfriend. that, And Jim Carrey, too, you know, that took their own lives and had addiction. So it affects every walk of life. Yes, I'm not yes. saying it's just people of color, but like you were saying, some of the most intelligent people are on that borderline of being mentally ill to, you know, different degrees. Yeah. What do one you think, the, Vince? One, yeah. one, of, one of the uh, American heroes, Abraham Lincoln, people don't realize Abraham Lincoln was bu- bullied by his wife. She used to beat him up all the time. That was one of the reasons why he ran for office. He wanted to get away from her. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and Abraham Lincoln, as a kid, his daddy, he wasn't, he was like a step above a slave. His daddy used to make him go work for the other people, like an indentured st- uh, uh, servant. So, you know, these things, but the end result is what? He, he's the man that finally you know, signed a piece of paper that, uh, you know, freed, quote unquote, freed the slaves. Yeah. When we talk about, you know, our artists and, and, and yeah, I, I think it does uh, uh, add to their creativity or open up some kinds of things, you know, that, that makes them uh, be able to, to, uh, uh, uh inspire people in a certain way if, if that's what it is but at the same time it was like you say tommy we were listening to the music and i was telling tommy the story i was uh living in arkansas it was about a thousand degrees outside <laughs> i had a isuzu rodeo truck that had no air in it and i was angry and i was listening to tupac and if i'd have had a gun i'd have shot everybody at that moment and it was a revelation to me i said oh this music has power you know, this this music has power. And so we got to be careful. I think that's that's another part of the the the, the trauma that we are we're subjecting ourselves to. If everything is about, you know, pardon my French bitches and hoes and kill them and shoot them and, and this, that and the other. And I'm flossing and all this stuff and you ain't got it. I mean, that's that's messing up on your that's messing with your psyche. Yeah. Uh, so we got to be Thank very you. careful about what we ingest in our in our minds, uh, because it, it, it has an effect on what we do every day their um situations and families i mean we all have them or everyone has heard of at least the touchy-feely uncle mm. you know he's just a little mm. too uh, touchy and feely or or something you know wow. so, or he up in the attic you know why is uncle jimmy always we don't just, <laughs> just slide his plate up there you know, come on right and come on so think about later the 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 maybe the niece or nephew or the mother the the, the daughter of that she is going to be very wary about her daughter mm. going anywhere. No, you can't go to no dance, uh uh-uh, uh, because you know this happened to me when Uncle Jimmy touched me in an inappropriate. You know, so the the stuff is real, and we have to really uh, you know at least acknowledge it first. Uh, uh, a lot of times. You know, folks will say, you know, why is that? Well, it's really uh, nothing new. This has been across the board forever. Getting back to uh, the other man, like I was saying, you know, with this in the DNA, think about back in the day, uh, you know, with the Vikings and all this kind of stuff and, and Russia and they were all first cousins. They were marrying each other. Yeah. Mm. What happens when you marry someone in your family? Uh, Inbreeding, you yeah. end up like Donald Trump, <laughs> and that DNA, that DNA has been passed down generation after generation. Yeah, so true. So, hey, yeah, so, yeah. 
I, I get you, man. I, I just let me ask you a question, Vince, because um, one of the things that comes up a lot is uh, gentrification. OK, and we live in Atlanta and most of us are, are in the Atlanta area or we've been in the Atlanta area. And a lot of crime, as you know, is taking place in certain areas. And somebody asked me what I thought about crime in the inner city or around the city because I grew up here. And I, I told them, I said, there's an area in Atlanta that when I was growing up, you had to call the police before. I mean, the police had to call in to the people who lived there before they went in to the gangsters and the hoodlums because it was just that bad. We all had areas like that. Now you look at those areas, they've been, you know, gentrified. They, they're, they're bright and shiny, but the history is still there. And, mm -hmm. and I don't want to be, you know, spiritually spooky and all this, but I tend to believe that generate a lot of that generational stuff is still there. It still lasts. It's still is pervasive because not that those folks are going back or the history, the, the people are going back to create crimes. It's just always been there. Does that make sense to you in terms of what you guys are talking about on the show? I mean, I know a lot of it has to do with psyche, but I just think certain areas have a generational, you know, generational curse over them. So what are, what are your thoughts on that? Well, it's not even I mean, I can appreciate it being called a generational curse, but it's actually a physical curse. I mean, a lot of times. So you've been, first of all, boxed into an area. Uh, you know, we couldn't get mortgages. It's just now that we can actually move into another neighborhood, you know, that wasn't typically uh, you know, where the black folks was. Mm -hmm. So a lot, a lot of families were forced to stay, say, in the projects, stay in these areas. And a lot of these areas that we were forced to stay in uh, were in areas where there was brownfields, you know, uh, uh, um, where they uh, uh, buried the the, the uh, trash and chemicals mm. and things like that. There's a great documentary on right now where there's a couple, but one is called "Everything's Gonna Be All White," and they oh. talked about and they talked about uh, the Queensbridge uh, projects was right across the street from the huge uh, energy companies. Uh, pipes and I mean those huge plumes would come out of that and the parents would say hurry up get into the house you know because here comes the smoke can you imagine wow. Jenna, years and years of breathing that stuff in mm -hmm. and then of course you've got uh, the, the the job situation so where you know black men couldn't really work so if you're all concentrated in this small area it's going to be some, some anger going on in that area you know yeah. and you're going to figure out a way to get ahead and if the only way I can get ahead head is by taking Tommy stuff, then, you know, so be it. <laughs> so you're from Gary. You're from Gary. Okay. Hey, Chocolate City. That's right. Yeah. yeah you're from Gary. Uh, you grew up in Dayton, uh, K-Dub. Another Chocolate City. Right. And, mm -hmm. and, and you're from Boston. And I grew up in Atlanta, so we all had. Anyway, they yeah. tried to run my daddy out of town, said he was going to play that jigaboo music on the radio and set back race relations. Yeah. So we all had our level of uh, trauma in the cities that we mm -hmm. came from. People yeah. look at Atlanta as the Mecca. It ain't it has not always been that. Oh no, Trust. it's America. It's a, it's America, and of course we're focusing on uh, you know the black experience after the black Americans. But think about the uh, uh, native uh, folks that were here, the mm -hmm. Indians. 
Mm-hmm. And they're still, I mean, uh, you know, who no, puts, they're treated like second class citizens. Who puts smallpox like in blankets and make you walk from Florida to Oklahoma? Oh. And then when you get to Oklahoma, Ooh. they find out that land has oil on it. So now we want that. You know, we're going to take that <laughs> from you. Uh, put up, you know, the Dakotas. Uh, I mean, they have been just treated and still to this day, you know. So and then these were the people who were originally here. How do you so? So, the, again, the, the pattern always was back in the day. And I, I, I mean, I, I like watching those Viking movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. You just geared up to get ready to get in them boats and go take somebody's stuff. <laughs> that was the yeah. job. That was the it job. Was barbarians, man. It was that, barbarians. that was the job. You got in your boats with your boys. You took your spears and you went over there and you took their stuff and took their women and you made them slaves. And now you, you know, the mm. colonial colonization is that, isn't that the word? Colonization, so, yeah, colonialism, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so there is a reason. There is yeah. a reason. It ain't just you know why. No, it is. It is you know been shown, proven. So now we have to accept. It, mm-hmm. that hey, it, that, that's where I am uh, in my life. I, okay, this is how that's how y'all. Well, I ain't gonna let you do that to me. I can see it coming, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm also trying to get that message out to others. Makiba and I, the other psychologists that we work with, there's organizations out there we really want to grow. Um, here in Georgia, uh, they're supposed to be putting a lot of new resources into mental health because of uh, the crime factors and things like that, because they're finding out, you know, a lot of uh, things that have taken place, especially domestically, could have been alleviated if we had some mental health support out here in the community. So we want to get in front of that and make sure that there are resources that's going going to come into our communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, got this New Orleans thing. When when Katrina hit, no, and this really sparked uh, uh, my, you know, beyond my dad and my brother, uh, my family's from New Orleans. So when Katrina hit and you saw all those kids on that bridge talking about help us, save us, help us, and they left them kids there. Yeah. All right. But not only did they leave and put them in the Superdome, not only did they do that, I did not hear one News report that talk about we're gonna give some some uh, mental health support to mm. these families, mm, mm, mm. and I got cousins that's telling me about bodies floating down the street. Oh. I had a cousin that was walking in the water. The water was up to here. Stepped on rebar, just jacked up his leg for the rest of his life. Wow. Rebar went through his leg. Mm. I did not hear one report mm. about we're bringing in the rapid response trauma team to you know help these families get back on their feet. No, they all sent them to Atlanta. Remember. Right. And uh, the closest place or the furthest place they could send them to, I said, no resources. And now those those kids that were on that bridge are now adults. And like you said, they're all traumatized. But then let's call a thing a thing. Look who was president at that time. Look who was president during 9-11. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Vince, real quick. I mean, of the podcast you've done, which ones are the most profound? Which ones just. You said, uh, "Oh wow!" And when you yeah. went, no, when you uh, well, you know the the, the one previous to uh, the, so currently it's understanding dealing with uh, inter, with generational trauma. 
the one prior to that was Suicide is Not the End of the Story. We really dug uh, deeper into, you know, uh, my my own experience. And that was show 75 uh, that really dug into my own, uh, you know, uh, thoughts and experiences and, and, and healing as it related to uh, losing my dad and my brother in such a tragic way. And the whole point of that was is that their lives were not in vain. I mean, my dad had three jobs. This is when my, my work ethic come. People that know me said, man, how you do all that stuff? Well, shoot, daddy had three jobs. Mama drove a Cadillac. All of us went to Catholic school. You know, I'm the youngest. I said, man, daddy, y'all could have had a big old house, but you chose to pour it into your. Uh, and then my brother, you know, was with the, taught me how to dress and all this. So that one, I, I mean, by far, because it was so personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, I mean, there were a lot of them. That shoot, W, what the hell? Please get vaccinated. You know, yeah, that to, episode. Oh, yeah. Get your butt vaccinated. Uh, critical race theory is critical. Look, uh, narcissism, uh, 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 mental health support for the black college students and and you know i've been blessed to be able to get feedback from folks and organizations uh one of the organizations we had on jed foundation uh, i see they just got a 20 million dollar grant to do some stuff you know where we were able to uh shed light and their their whole thing was about uh helping the college campus kids i mean you all were i didn't go to college but uh, on, on a college campus you got a lot of struggles going on uh, if they're away from home, you know, the first time being out there on their own, uh, all those kinds of things. And so I'm, I'm very thankful to that organization for helping, uh, uh, you know, college students navigate their way uh, through through that situation because it can be very, very stressful. One thing that, you know, one one episode that really stood out for me was the Not Well app. Uh, you had the kids on okay. to talk about not okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, not okay. Not okay. Tell people about the not okay, and, and Tanya B will go to you. But okay. tell people about the not okay uh, app. What was that? what was that about, man? Uh, it was a wonderful uh, uh, a family that uh, Makiba brought to me, and, and um, uh, the mom. She uh, two. She had well, a daughter and a son. The uh, daughter had uh, a suicide attempt, and uh, she was you know just depressed and and this that, and the other. And her younger brother, about two years younger, they're both high school students. I think I guess uh, uh, the daughter's going to graduate this year, if not last year. Uh, they got together and they came up with this app, which. Uh, you would identify five of your friends. And if you were feeling a certain kind of way, all you had to do is hit this button and then your friends would, you know, just check on you. Hey, are you okay? What's going on? You know, uh, are you, are you all right? And this thing just took off. The military started using it. Uh, they had this huge prom that uh, was sponsored by like revolt or somebody, you know, P Diddy, everybody got involved with them and they're still, uh, you know, evolving as, as, as we, uh, speak today. And their mom has really supported them. So yeah, this, you know, kids, uh, we have to go beyond just, Hey, how was your day? Yeah. So you'll get, Oh, it was good. Yeah, because you because you hear about these just you know city of Atlanta is going through so much right now with these kids bringing weapons these fights you know these these lockdowns and it just seems to me something like that would help and and a lot of these parents one of the thing that came, things that came up was the fact that these parents have no clue as to what resources are available to them 
So, well, it's so taboo. You know, no one wants to admit that, uh, you know, they're having some struggles. Yeah. Uh, no one wants to admit they're feeling a certain kind of way, that they're afraid, that they're this, that, and the other. I tell you, I ain't got no problem with it. Help, <laughs> yeah. help me, please, baby, you know. And I have found, for those that are listening, I'm telling you, if, you, if, you, if you're dealing with it, it has been so f- just freeing. Yeah. Uh, ain't no shame in my game. Now, if I need to go in the closet or, you know, whatever, get something, I do that but it ain't like that you don't have to be you know so you know these days superman masculinity this that and the other hmm. no 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 for men especially you know because we'll hold that in and that's why we end up you hear about your boy you know 49 years old and man he just was sitting in his chair and had a massive heart attack that stress and all that stuff of trying to put on a facade when you really you know have some questions and and some issues uh is 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 killing us literally yeah hey right hey on. uh one last question to tanya b and, and kate up if you have a question and then we'll we'll wrap it with vince go to you tanya b no i think it's great you know with that you know and i always say at the end of my show it's okay if you don't you know it, it's okay if you're not okay and the other thing i say is call and check on somebody you haven't talked to even if you text them or call them, it may be yes. the highlight of their day because that may be the only uh, conversation or socialization that people have, you know, because somebody I haven't heard from for a while, I, you know, I've resolved to do that and be better. And then you talked about, you know, like with the, uh, the college students, you know, they are, they're dealing with, you know, just everyday stresses of being, you know, a college student, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Then you've got to worry about, well, for a lot of them, even some still, how am I going to pay back my student loans? Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, a lot was, no, a lot was forgiven, but there's still, I mean, giving somebody $10,000 does not cover half a year's tuition you know it's cool but uh, and then you they, they're dealing with covid you know they go to school they get sent home two days later and then they come back to school especially with our hbcu students they've been getting all these bomb threats for the you know for the last three or four weeks that we're just hearing about and i know they were down here i think they had two in one week and if that doesn't traumatize somebody tell me what does yeah so true and that's on top of everything else everything else you know somebody coming there blowing up the spot yeah, yeah. You mentioned COVID. Boy, I mean, this has really we, we have not even begun to see the effects mentally that I mean, m- maybe we've begun a little bit. People have had to stay in the crib by themselves, face themselves, uh, evaluate themselves. Uh, and, you know, when you evaluate, you, I know I'm hard. I'm thinking, you know, ain't nothing. You know, it's not I'm, cute. I'm, no, it's not cute. Imagine a single mother with three or four kids. They're trying to homeschool when they only got one computer and they're all on different levels. Yeah. You know, having to do that, being cooped up with a bunch of kids. Or that college student that had to come home because there was no classes. Now I'm grown. I'm grown. Now I'm 20 years old. What you talking about? I got to, you know, stay in the house. Can right. you right. the, exactly. the dynamics that were going on in that home? Yeah, so well, you see, there was a, a young man over in uh, over in the West End. Stepfather's like, we're in the midst of a pandemic. It's COVID. Don't go out. I got to get out. I got to get out. They got into a scuffle. Ended up shooting. Ended oh, up getting man. shot. Remember that? Crazy. Yeah. Hey, go to you, yeah. K-Dub. K-Dub, you got a final thought, man, uh, for, for... Oh, yeah. I remember he said something earlier at the top when he first started about the worms. Yeah. Like, what do you say? It traveled. <laughs> so with humans, it, and it's more than like that with us, too. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I used to have a thought in my head, like, being under somebody's dominion for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. 
our attitudes or ways of being as far as being uh, their servants, probably, or whatever we learn from under them, just carried on and carried on. So it's strongly in our DNA. I yes. like that. Okay. Yes, Thank yes, you. Yes. I appreciate that. We've yes. taken the good, the bad, and the ugly, but it's been a, a, a lot of bad, you know, a lot, a lot of yes. lot bad. Mm-hmm. A lot of yes. validation. How can gotcha. people connect with you, Vince? How can folks connect? Uh, well, the, the website is uh, blackmentalmatters.com. Uh, uh, you can send us an email at info at blackmentalmatters.com. Myself and uh, Makiba. Makiba uh, does a, a great job. We're on LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook and, you know, all those kinds. That's too much for me. I, the, 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 those things traumatize me. <laughs> Shout out to Makiba. <laughs> Shout out to Makiba. I, love, I mean, she is, she, she is yeah, so she is good. Uh, and concerned and uh, I mean, it's genuine. And again, she has done the the, the legwork as far as having her master's in, uh, what is it? Uh, she's got those letters behind her name. Okay? <laughs> yeah. She's got a bunch of letters behind her name. She knows what she's talking about. Yeah. And uh, uh, On the and real, she is MPH, MP, MPA, and, and BSW. So I was just, you know, I was joking, Dr. Dr. Makiba Reed Esquire. She says she liked it, though, so. Come yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just not accepting that I'm Vince Bailey Sr., you know. <laughs> I've never used it. And my son said, Daddy, they asked me about your IRS. I said, oh, shoot. <laughs> man, you're crazy. Appreciate but, you, man. Uh, Go ahead. Make the voice look brother up and uh, yeah. uh, and uh, look forward to, uh, uh, um, you know, to – for, for big things, and I really appreciate you again, Tommy, Amen. and what you're doing with the Castropolis Podcast Network, Tanya B, K Dub. God bless you all. Thank man, you. hey, thank Man, you so much. Y'all give it up one more time thank for you. Vince you. the yeah. Voice Bailey. I'm crazy. Bro. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. All right. All right, y'all. Hey, Vince, uh, continue the the good stuff, man. Appreciate it. Give a shout out to uh, say hello to uh, Makiba, and, and 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 again, thank her. And, and encourage her to keep doing the great work, man. Appreciate hey, you, man. Bye-bye. Right. Appreciate you. Hey, uh, also, let's go ahead and do news with Syracuse Mike, uh, and we'll come back, uh, you know, and, and, and kind of chat about uh, Vince as well and some of the things that we may have missed. But let's go ahead and do news with Syracuse Mike. We'll be right back, y'all. Here we go. News team! For the week in news with Syracuse Mike. Former Governor Sonny Perdue is now officially the only finalist to head the University System of Georgia as Chancellor. The Regents' vote was unanimous. Some student groups have been outspoken against Purdue, who lacks formal experience as an educator, and because they oppose the idea of a former politician leading the school system. A federal court jury in New York has rejected former Alaska governor and VP candidate Sarah Palin's libel suit against the New York Times. The paper printed the 2017 editorial that she claimed unfairly linked her to a mass shooting six years earlier. Representative Gabby Giffords was also gravely injured. The judge handling the case had already indicated that he planned to throw out Palin's suit because, in his judgment, Palin failed to demonstrate actual malice on the part of the Times, which issued two corrections to the editorial within hours. In 50 years of dealing with defamation suits, the New York Times has yet to lose a single case. It's been over two years and health officials are now seriously thinking it's possible, and we stress possible, that the COVID-19 pandemic may have reached a point where we can start looking at it as a non-crisis. Jeff Zients, the White House COVID response coordinator says the seven-day case average is down 40% from the previous week. New relaxed CDC guidelines may be issued next week. But CDC Director Rochelle Walensky says... If you're symptomatic or feeling unwell, you should wear a mask. If you're in the 10 days after a COVID diagnosis, 
you should wear a mask. Both the prosecution and the defense have rested in the federal hate crimes trial of three white men who have already been convicted in the killing of Ahmaud Arbery. This week, jurors heard testimony from former colleagues and neighbors, law enforcement officers, plus forensic experts, and learned about text messages and social media posts from the defendants, which contained a number of racial slurs. The jury of eight whites, three blacks, and one Hispanic person will decide the case. Closing arguments are scheduled to begin on Monday. Lots of reaction to the sentencing of former police officer Kim Potter. The judge gave her two years in prison and said that Potter never intended to hurt anyone. Potter fatally shot 20-year-old Dante Wright near Minneapolis with a gun that she thought was a taser. Wright's mother said that she was very disappointed in the outcome and that white woman tears trumps justice. Potter, who was again tearful at the sentencing, said she was sorry that she broke Dante's mother's heart. In Poland, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said diplomacy is still possible despite Russia's buildup along the Ukrainian border. All of the indicators uh, continue to indicate that, uh, you know, he will maintain the capability to uh, launch an attack at, at, at most any time. He is a reference to Russian President Vladimir Putin. Russia's foreign ministers agreed to meet with U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken next week, but the State Department says that meeting won't happen if Russia invades Ukraine. There is growing outrage about a video showing police officers breaking up a fight between a black teen and a white teen at a mall in New Jersey recently. The black kid was pinned to the ground and handcuffed while an officer pushes the white teenager into a nearby couch. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy tweeted that he was deeply disturbed by the video. You know, my question is, when y'all going to stop being deeply disturbed by a lot of this and get these guys training, get these police officers training? You know, one of the things about this situation in New Jersey, and I don't know if you guys have seen the, uh, the, the news story, was that the white kid was the bully. You know, the, the black kid was trying to, you know, intercede to help a friend. And, you know, it, it's just amazing the bias in a lot of the and, and it's it's crazy because the iPhone footage that was going viral, the white kids were asking somebody asked, hey, why are they arresting him? He didn't the black kid. And then one of the white girls said, oh, they just doing that because he's black. You know, it's just it's just heartbreaking. I mean, even the even the black kid, they interviewed him and, and he's like, well, you know, it's um you know, they need to do something about it. They need to train. And he mentioned they need to train. They need to do better training for these police. I mean, I, I just wanted to mention that. A couple of things I want to mention, and I'll throw it to you, too. But the other thing is Sonny Purdue and <laughs> University System of Georgia. This is I all. Can't, this I is, can't with him. I you can't. know, I'm in Georgia, y'all. It, 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 it just feels. Y'all ever see the show Green Acres? Remember that show? He reminds me of Mr. Haney. Mr. Haney. I'm just saying, it's like it's like Mr. Haney's gonna be running the university system of Georgia. I mean, this is we living in Green Acres in Georgia. That's all I got. Save us, somebody save us. That's all I gotta say. But if also if you're listening to the show live. Um, and uh, come to Castropolis at eight o'clock. Uh, Rob Redding, I-, I called Rob and just congratulated him on the show this week. He just did a phenomenal job. Sent him a text and thanked him because one of the things, and you don't hear about this in the news uh, as much because of what's going on in the made up Ukraine stuff. Um, one being this judge who actually cried 
during the sentencing of Kim Potter, but she wasn't crying for Dante. Right. She's crying for Kim Potter. <laughs> you know, she's she's crying for for people to have empathy for this officer. So it, it's, it's just, you know, amazing to me, you know, that 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 this is going on. And, and, and it's just how, how do you say it? It's heartbreaking for the family. You know, it's it's really heartbreaking for the family of of, uh, of Dante Wright. The other thing is, uh, I wanted to mention. He talks about the fact that these uh, these racist texts from Ahmad Arbery. Uh, there's a link, and I, I'll send it. Hopefully, I can get it on the um, on the notes. But it's just horrendous. Some of the stuff that these folks who killed the murderers of Ahmad Arbery that they were texting back and forth over over several years. It's just horrific. You know, you can't be surprised that they would go out and kill a black man when you read some of these texts. Uh, he also talks about the um, FedEx driver who was shot uh, or shot at in the city. I think it's in Tennessee. No, it's in Mississippi. Like, which, which one? Yeah, it, this is the one in Mississippi where FedEx put him in an unmarked vehicle, black guy, in Mississippi. Now, the companies at fault, one, not only are the two goobers who was chasing him and try to, trying to kill him, but the company, who would put a black man in an unmarked vehicle in a white neighborhood, push him out and say, okay, go do your job in an unmarked vehicle? It's just amazing. But again, if you're listening to the taping, uh, it's going to air on Castropolis at 8 p.m. after our taping at uh, castropolis.net, and we'll run them back to back. They're 48 minutes long. And if, you, if you're listening to the podcast after the fact, on Monday night, I'm going to air it again from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. But uh, just kudos to to Rob uh, Redding for just doing a phenomenal job with that. Uh, you know, he's bringing out, you know, I, I, I mean, I, as far as Ukraine, y'all, I just, you know, it's wag the dog for me. I think they just needed something to change the narrative. And and, there, and here you go. I, I it, you know, I'm not I'm, I'm not feeling the whole Ukraine situation. I'm not I'm not on that bandwagon. But. The other thing is, as we speak, um, ex-Miami Dolphins coach Brian Flores has been hired uh, as an assistant coach with Pittsburgh. Uh, it's kind of mm. fitting because the Rooney rule is named after the late Steeler executive Dan Rooney. Uh, he's son of uh, Steelers owner Art Rooney. And uh, also, I don't know if you know, but Dan Rooney also served as diplomat to Ireland under President Obama. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see if he if he continues with the lawsuit. Now that he's got a gig, would you, Tanya B? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> because you know, uh, you know, it, it's just like I talked about how you know these kids get you know microwave mad, mad for a minute and it goes away, and then it's like okay, the new cycle's gone on. No, I think if he does not follow through with it, it's gonna set you know it, it should this whole mindset of the NBA, the NFL, and every other sport that we dominate not having black coaches. Yeah. Yeah. And I know mm -hmm. it, this is one where I would not, uh, you know, take a settlement. Yeah. I, I see mm -hmm. through. It's going to be interesting. Very I mean, now he's a, now he's an employee. Yeah. You go ahead, Kate. Up your thoughts. Right. No, I said that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. And me being a Pittsburgh fan. So I'm really skeptical. Like you said, is he going to continue with it? Or I'm thinking, well, maybe he might move up in the ranks in Pittsburgh and Mike Tomlin leave. And he, that's just shocking. So all yeah. I can say is I got to watch this. Yeah, he ain't taking over for Mike Tomlin. Tomlin. Tomlin is one of the winningest coaches currently currently uh, coaching 
in NFL Man, not in Super Bowls, not in not in Super Bowls though. But anyway, not in, not in, not yeah, not in Super Bowls though. Yeah. But in terms of his percentage, his winning percentage, yeah, yeah, he's got a Belichick. Them kick his butt oh, yeah. all the time. Oh, but yeah. anyway, yeah, I'm so talking, true. I'm just talking football. Yeah, so, so true. So <laughs> true. Cool. Cool. All right, so so um, and and we got to talk not on this show, but the Black Lives Matter situation, them being delisted from Amazon. Tanya B, you and I kind of went back and forth via text on this. Uh, and this just happened this week with them being delisted from Amazon. I mean, there's a $10 million question on funds that they still have not accounted for. Yeah, so, and what people, mm-hmm. I don't want people to say, oh, Amazon's racist. They kicked them off the platform. There's a reason why. There's a whole lot of shady going on and a lot of money missing a lot of people buying homes and hiding money overseas that is not why that's not why people donated all these you know whether it was somebody who gave a dollar or some uh, company that gave a million dollars you know that's not why george floyd and you know ahmaud arbery and dante right all these other children died so that guy and that girl patricia whatever her name is and that guy can go and buy million dollar houses yeah, so, so true. Cool. So true. I mean, they, I, I just it, it just irks me to no end because oh, and it sets yeah. us back and makes us as people of color look a certain type of way. OK, then when you really need money for something like Vince was talking about, like mental health matters, they go, oh, but we gave money to Black Lives Matter. And those people took that money and used it as their own personal ATM. Yeah. But unfortunately, Tanya B, yeah. it has it's historical. You know what I'm saying? It, it, we, we have a legacy of this kind of shit. Going down, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? DNA. You said it earlier. You talk about PTSD and generational. There's a generational curse over money when it comes down to things being applied to the community. So yeah, yeah. Why do you think they won't get caught? You don't have a seat at that table. It's amazing. I mean, you you know the. We'll, we'll talk. We, we definitely need to bring it up for another That's show. another show. Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're not going to take a break. We're just going to go with two. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Tanya B, what you got? What you got? Well, you know, I'm not going to take long because, you know, I got to go make my uh, NBA <laughs> All-Star dinner. All-Star uh, dinner. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we're going to talk about first uh, the celebrity crime blotter. I want to tell you about actor Columbus Short, who was arrested again, again, I say, for domestic violence after a verbal argument between him and his wife got physical. He calls the cops and says, oh, she punched me in the face. But when the cops get there, he don't have a mark on them. They mm-hmm. look at her. Looks like he put the paws on her. So he got arrested, got in jail, you know, got uh, spent uh, some time in jail and got a $50,000 bond. And, um, you know, my thing is, you know, again, here's, I think, another case of, you know, some unchecked, you know, mental illness. This guy's had some great gigs. He was in Stomp the Yard. I think the highlight of his career was being on Scandal, and he screwed that up. And ever since he got fired from Scandal, his life has been a scandal. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, let's talk about, uh, I say, dis- disgraced uh, rap mogul should not probably feel in some type of way after Snoop Dogg went and bought the label. But Snoop is not getting out of jail anytime soon, much like R. Kelly. And they may have to make room for a new cellmate. And here is why. There's a man named Michael Fletcher, who was uh, Suge's lawyer. And he's been disbarred for life because mm. of bribery, perjury and witness intimidation trying to get people 
to lie and say that Snoop, uh, Snoop Dogg, that Suge Knight was innocent. So I just say, Mr. Fletcher, was it worth it? The answer would be no. Because now if Suge owes him any money, he's not going to get it because Suge don't have anything, right? Not yeah. he doesn't have anything. He don't have anything. Okay? Can you imagine Isn't being it? Suge Knight and knowing or watching the Super Bowl halftime with uh, all the death row stuff that was created or part of your legacy. I mean, all the death row stuff he stole from those people. Yeah. Let's <laughs> call a thing a thing. Do, yeah. And he can't do nothing but watch. That's, it. That's all he can well, do. Yeah, exactly. should have been thinking not... years ago. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Been you know, it's like karma. What goes around comes around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Especially, I think, not so watching the Super Bowl, but then seeing Snoop come back and buy death row. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. that's crazy. Um, I also want to tell you about Trey Songs. Now, his name keeps coming up in all these sexual assault lawsuits. It's been two this year. Mm. I've heard about two things just this week alone. Again, mm. let's talk about black mental health. Now, one woman's claiming that he violated her in an orifice that I can't even say, but it's not your normal input. So just read between the lines. Damn. And it's like all these women are coming out with these stories. I'm like, it goes back to 2016. Yes, it does. But are they all lying? No, probably not. You know, it's like there's uh, there's too many of them. And the thing about it is, you know, Trigger Trey, it's not good for the brand. He hasn't had a hit record in a while. So if they're really looking for a check, I don't know where the money's going to come from. But the thing that really I find upsetting and disconcerting about this is that he's got like a three or four year old son. And his son's going to see this stuff because it's out there. It's all over the Internet. And it's going to come back to haunt him. And I would just, you know, you would hope that, you know, a black father would, would, you know, just be more... I don't know. He's just less than smart. So, you know, after all this coming out, I don't know that I really feel sorry for Trey Songs because it's like he's getting in his own way. Take that energy and go make a doggone record before the label drops you if they already have not. Yeah. The neighbors right. know your name. OK. Yeah. And then one more thing I want to tell you about this has just come to uh, the surface. Did you know that the FBI has had a file on Whitney Houston? What? Oh, wow. I ain't surprised. Right, right. Well, now it's been Why? unsealed. What, what it was was because when Whitney was allegedly, wait, well, Whitney was allegedly dating Robin Crawford. There was someone who was blackmailing her, and they called the FBI in. But then her father, John, being the East Orange, New Jersey gangster that he was, went and did the visit, and it went away. Now, here's the other thing. Whitney's bodyguard has now put out a book, like, let her rest in peace. But uh, apparently somebody thinks it's credible because there's an excerpt from this book in this week's People magazine. Mm. Crazy. And I just say, I know Pat Houston and Gary are really hungry for money because after Whitney, you know, who was, you know, that was their ATM. She's gone and they have taken over the estate. Um, I'm not looking forward to a Whitney Houston gospel album, nor am I looking forward to a Whitney Houston live album, unless they got the vocals before 2000, before her voice went to hell in a handbasket. You know, um, I, we don't need any more Whitney movies. We don't need a hologram. It's concert. all coming. It's coming. As a matter of fact, know, like, you know, they talk about the fact that the uh, the estate value has quadrupled since her death. It has, but I mean, at yeah. what cost? Yeah. You know I mean? Ugh, yeah. Anyway. And then, so that's it for the crime blotter. And then I just wanted to also tell you about, um, you know, we talked about uh, Snoop Dogg. You know, he's got another new show. I mean, he's riding high. He's Super Bowl, bought Death Row, new album. He's got a new reality TV show coming up called The American Songbook with Kelly Clarkson. It debuts on March 27th. I hope it's good. Otherwise, 
it's going to be crazy. Now, I'm going to tell you about Lizzo. Again, I say black mental health. You know, she's been all up and through the internet doing everything from eating pickles with mustard and, you know, showing us things that we don't really want to see. So now she's recently gone on this week and talked about getting a piercing in one of her lady parts that I will not name. But then she also... Well, what I, I know, and then she also said, "Hey, Cardi B, help me out. I want to do a, a new layout in Playboy, and I think that's TMI. I think she needs to go focus on her music. Exactly. Ew. Well, you know, I mean, you know, it's interesting because you know she does a lot of that body positive stuff I, on Instagram I get, yeah. and, and a lot Twitter. of other people have too. But you know, the thought of Lizzo sometimes it's like over the top, yeah. right? The, the thought of her in a song." And I'm a I'm a screaming heterosexual. Well, you know, there's some fans, but no, for me <laughs> that doesn't do it. Now there are some dudes that go to conventions. There's some fans just because. That's... Oh, and Lizzo's got wait, she's got a new reality show coming too. Called lots Look of fans. For... Wait, she got a reality lots, show. Lots. A reality show coming out called Look Out for the Big Girls. Yeah, and uh, it'll be on I think on Amazon Prime. And when she love. is on a hunt, I hope she'll do this, looking for big girl dancers and musicians who will be her band and backup dancers. In this so-called tour she's got coming up. But I just have to say, she's a hell of an artist. And, and yeah, that's one of the things that... Right, and, she and, is. And you've, got, you've got Tracy Lee coming on next week. And one of the things that I want to ask him is, when when does, you know, when do these artists stop overshadowing their talent? You know what I'm saying? Because you get to a point where, you know, it's not about the music anymore. So right. I'm just, yeah. Yeah, I question that. Yeah, right. and, yeah. you know, and there was a time when you had the Tracy Lees and, you know, our legendary artists from yeah. the, you know, 50s, 60s and on through, yeah. you know, they didn't have social media. Yeah. All they had was a PR machine and somebody with a telephone yeah. even before the PC was itself. It's cool, but I, it just gets too crazy for me. What you got next time, you bitch? Now, last thing I'm going to talk to you about uh, celebrity hookups and breakups. Now, you remember when Cory Booker was running for president, he had this girlfriend, allegedly, the actress Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Well, now they finally broken up for the last time and Rosario has gone on and adopted an 11 year old daughter and write this down today's uh, the 20th of uh, February yep give it maybe I'm gonna give it maybe 40 days you're gonna see Rosario Dawson step out with the real boyfriend who was in the shadows all along I wasn't believing the Cory Booker Rosario thing I wasn't believing that Cory Booker and, Ro- and Rosario Dawson. Wait, wait, wait. Cory Booker and Veronica Webb. Cory Booker and Cory Booker. Okay. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, that whole thing was always suspect to me. Yeah. I'm gonna leave and, it uh, You know, um, this whole thing with, uh, I don't like to talk about comedy, but I'm just gonna say this whole thing with Julia, Miss Heroin Fox, that actress that nobody ever that heard was of. Crazy. She's more famous for Flatback and Drake. And you remember Drake and Kanye had beef and they allegedly made up. So now Kanye had. Drake's leftovers, but now they were together about 58 days and she's talking about she's going to write a book about their relationship. Girl, go sit down. Did you see Azealia sit Banks down. go after her? Yeah, I saw the picture. Of, yeah, that, honey, Azealia Banks gave her the business out. Now, I think Azealia Banks another one. She crazy as batshit, but I got to give her five on that one. She I, went I after. I got a five on that one. She pulled out the receipt. Oh my yeah. God, she went after her. She even printed the picture of her the doing picture, heroin. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm like, Kanye, did you know about that? No. Let me tell yes, y'all, so. if you don't, don't piss off Azealia Banks. That's so oh, Jesus. Not, no, but oh. you know what? For every oh. 10 things she says that are crazy, she might have one thing that's credible. And yeah. that's not enough to balance it out for me. Because don't forget, she was also the, who 
Anyway, um, did you know uh, Tay Diggs has a new girlfriend and his new girlfriend is Omarion's former baby mama, April Jones. Is she, okay. is she inside hand or outside hand? Well, actually, she's inside hand. She's outside hand, <laughs> but at least she's black. Um, and then you've got allegedly... Um, Just curious. Corey, Corey Gamble allegedly cheating on Chris Jenner with some Instagram model. There's a video with him and this woman on that might be taken down by now, but work from the curb is a, aside from him carrying Chris's pocketbook that he might be... Uh, on Not a carrying a purse. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He's a good purse carrier. Oh, and I also want to let you all know, you know, everybody talking about COVID, everybody out there thinking, oh, well, we, you know, we had the mask mandate has been lifted and I'm boosted and vaxxed does not mean you will not get COVID, does not mean you will not die. Because for the second time, Prince Charles has gotten COVID and given it to his wife and his mama. And people were saying before the year's over, he could be the king and this could be the thing. Because, you know, the queen is what, 96 years old? Yeah, I mean, and you then- know, she, 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 you know, she about to hit 100, y'all. I mean, I, it, 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 I I just don't get, and, and I get the fascination over the Royals. I'm not one of them. I'm not fascinated by the Royals. Me, but, me. but my point is, the lady about to be a hundred. Something's gonna happen. Don't be hey, shocked. Hey, 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 yeah. Well, she <laughs> ain't gonna stay here forever. No, That's he he this wait, or wait, that. Something's gonna gave, take her out. Yes. Right. He gave his mama and his wife COVID after the Queen said, "Oh yeah, I want Camilla to be the Queen." Okay. And one more thing oh, I gotta wow. tell y'all. Again, how we talk about COVID. Now, last weekend, everybody saw all the brouhaha and the foo-fooness of Justin Bieber's Super Bowl party where Kodak Black got shot. All those people, no mask, all of this foo-fooness. Here we are a week from now. He has been diagnosed with COVID. So think of all the people that were at that party, Mm. that left that party, went about their business. And now, again... This is how the pandemic is never going to go away. And that's all I... Oh, one other thing I want to say. Shout out to Questlove. You know, his documentary, Summer of Souls, been nominated for an Academy Award. Um, And I know we're going to watch Rob Redding at 8 o'clock. Well, I'm going to put it on the... uh, Well, you know, it's going to be on Monday, too. Monday, too. Okay. Well, then, if if you don't watch the NBA All-Star Game, because the best part will be the halftime show with Earth, Wind & Fire. But... uh, Questlove Summer Soul comes on ABC TV tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Check it out. And if you want to see the whole thing without the commercials, go to Hulu, baby. Get that thir- get get that 30 day free <laughs> subscription and mm-hmm. watch the whole thing without commercials. Yeah, it is. So phenomenal. I just want to say shout out to uh, to Questlove and to Wanda Sykes and Regina Hall, who are going to be two of the co-hosts for the Oscars. But I'm still not watching. Yeah, it's a treat. It's a treat. I mean, I'm just talking about Questlove. <laughs> the Summer Soul is 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 just. Oh, I mean, yeah. you know, the brings tears ball. to your eyes, especially yeah, for me. I'm- for me. I love Sly in the in the Family Stone oh, yeah. back in the Ooh, day when they were when they were really the like a, you know yeah. dance. They were the bomb before, before yeah. Sly got hey before Sly got too high. Okay, That's what I'm man, I was playing him. Yeah, I was playing him heavy the other night watching live videos of Sly back from the early. Oh man, Sly. what's the what's the what's the is it Cynthia on the on the voice on the vocals? The Cynthia, Cynthia, that's my favorite. Yeah. All right, y'all. Hey, appreciate you trying to be uh just real quick i mean you know i do the news real quick because i got to go you got, Come on. i'm gonna be real quick okay <laughs> if y'all because you had mentioned it but i gotta mention this if you have not seen the trailer for the new movie from jordan peele called no nope, oh, oh lord that oh, lord. sucker is just uh, how do you say it <laughs> I mean, it's just what you say is damn. That's what you say. <laughs> but it is uh, from, from what people are saying on Twitter. Nope, N O P E supposedly, allegedly stands for not of planet Earth. 
is what it's supposed to stand for. But if you see the trailer, uh, Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out is back with uh, with Jordan Peele again. Kiki Palmer, she looks funny as hell. It's just gonna, she's going to be hilarious in this. And uh, Stephen Yoon uh, from Walking Dead, Asian actor, he's in it. And the premise of the movie basically says caretakers at a California horse ranch encounter a mysterious force that affects human and animal behavior. So it's going to be real interesting. I can't wait for it. And just a couple of quickies. Uh, the fans of Harlem, you and I watched that, Tanya B. Uh, they have officially renewed season yeah, two. Yeah, I knew, I knew that. Yeah, I we, knew we knew that. it was going to happen. But the other thing is Donald Glover has announced the season four for, for, for Atlanta is it. It's done. Is it? Yeah, no I more. mean, yeah, he's it's not gonna been do it. so long. Yeah. I, look. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And people it's have been waiting. Come back next month, I think. It's he, he, no, it's coming back. I, I think it's not going to come back officially until fall. It's what I'm oh, hearing. Oh, so you know what? Then I'm I'm done. Yeah. I'm checked out. It's just like any the Sopranos and Claws. You check me out too long. I'm I'm moved on to the next thing. Okay, but people people more. asked him to you know well why 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 are you not going to do at least five seasons? He said, "Well, death is natural." And he goes on to say, I feel like when conditions are right for something, they happen. And when conditions aren't right, they don't happen. So, you know, the season four, it is set to um, to end. The last season, season four, will be the final season of Atlanta, will be in fall. It may you be know, sooner. Think, it may be sooner. You're right. It yeah, may be sooner. I thought it was March. But, you know, I yeah, think he I prefers so to do the music thing anyway. I think the music is, is really where his head is at right now. Not Childish Gambino? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Netflix has announced that Dave Chappelle... Uh, is going to come back. He's going to have four new comedy specials. Yes. Uh, Chappelle's home team. Uh, it's going to feature of all folks. And, and I like this comedian. As a matter of fact, I've met him a couple of times. I think he's he's in Atlanta. Earthquake is is in Atlanta now. I like. Uh, I thought you were going to say Eddie Griffin because he's no, no, no. not funny to me. Earthquake is going to be the first comedian in the series, and another comedian is going to be Donnell Donnell uh, Rawlings. Is going to be the other comedian. Uh, Ashley Larry. Comedian Ashley Larry. Yeah. And uh, of course, this week, as we tape the podcast, the 53rd uh, annual NAACP Image Awards is happening uh, live on BET. Yep. February 26th. And and, and Tanya B, this is probably where they're going to put Whitney Houston, J-Hud. This is where she gets her props. For the oh yeah, and the Image Awards or anything yeah. black, she'll get her pops because she got to, that movie got completely shut out. It got no respect. No, and and CBS News is streaming this week. Uh, as a matter of fact, on the twenty fifth, Gail King will host uh, Trayvon Martin ten years later. So that'll oh, you be. Oh, know she got COVID too, man. Mm. Well, yeah, you know everybody I got COVID. Some, probably done. <laughs> everybody got COVID. They are not me. It's, they it's like that song. Everybody get tipsy. Everybody got COVID. Let me tell you, no, not me. <laughs> they out there tootsie rolling in them streets. Yeah. That's why they got COVID. Yeah. Hey, y'all. But before tootsie before we wrap, and and I'm you know we're gonna wrap because we got to get ready. It's, it's almost uh, All Star Game comes on at eight o'clock, and we're we're just a little bit over seven. Before we, I, I got to speak to a critical issue. That's happening in Twitter in Atlanta. And I don't know if y'all heard about this, but I'm going to play this clip and I want y'all oh. to listen to this. This Do I is have to? 2 okay. million, <laughs> over a couple of million people. This is, don't go nowhere. Don't go. Don't. Come back. Come back. <laughs> come uh, come back. To, I ain't going to start this till you come mm-hmm. back. So <laughs> she gone. All right, KW, it's me and you. Out. It's me All and right, you. Rock it. All right. We this is it. what's happening. I want you to listen to this, KW. Okay. 
This is what's big in the ATL this weekend. Here we go. All right, so the subject ain't gonna beat around the bush. Hence it is, you say you from the A, right? Where's I know you from? Where hood did you live? Where hospital bed were you born? Look, I know it sound crazy, but I'm a A, baby. I gotta start pulling for cards. We had to live in this zoo where you don't make it out, so I don't give a fuck what they say. Look, if you niggas ain't grow up in APS system, you bitches, it's not from the A. And you from Gonette, nigga, real that pep, try to step back. Talking about you from the outskirts, could've killed that. Right where you from and don't right where you home. No Air Force claim around the world, and they felt that. Earned out my scratch and I got my respect. The whole city know I'm a beast. Look, if you not from this side and you don't know the facts, you're chilling, repeat after repeat. me. Now that part, it's not Atlanta. It's not Atlanta. I don't you, it's not Atlanta. No Clay Coat, it's not Atlanta. No Decatur, it's not Atlanta. No Gwinnett, it's not Atlanta. No Roswell, it's not Atlanta. No Forest Park, it's not Atlanta. No Lynn it's not Atlanta. No the North, it's not Atlanta. No the South, it's not Atlanta. You niggas, it's not Atlanta. You bitches, it's not Atlanta. It is. It is. It's the Civil War. Where's the radio? head pill. I know where's the radio edit on that? Who's gonna play on the radio? Not like that. I'm just saying that on Twitter, it's just everybody is. I mean, because you know, here's the deal. I grew up in Atlanta. I was a Grady baby, and and I grew up, you know, went to Atlanta public schools up until uh, high school. Then, you know, I got shipped off to to Fulton County. But my point is, a lot of folks claim Atlanta because, you know, it's just like if you're in Chicago, if you're in Boston, there's a metro, you know, the Boston metro, and then there's the city proper. So these, you know, uh, what's it called? Um, Amaretta the Great did this song. This says, you know, the South is not Atlanta. Lilburn is not Atlanta. College Park. So she, she's kind of. Oh, she's to- right. People say, I live in Atlanta. Are you in Atlanta or Atlanta adjacent? Alpharetta is not Atlanta. Like yeah. she said, Forest Park is not Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. So she's. I, that's one thing I agree with her on. Yeah, but uh, you know where they taped it? They taped the video to this? Looked like it was in her car. No, it was in Truist Park. It, it's in Marietta. <laughs> Oh, I, oh, right. Yeah, I did see the, yeah, that ain't so Atlanta. Why, that ain't Atlanta. I did see that in the background. You're right. Okay, so, so why girl, you, so why you girl, take one, one, go ahead. Kick yeah. Rock, Kick Rock, No, girl. I was going to say one of, them, one of them College Park East Point girls going to pill her cat one of these oh. days. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> but it Thank is going to happen. Watch. It is you. funny, though, watching it is, yeah. watching uh, Twitter and, and seeing the, uh, what do you call it, the, um, the damn, they call it the Civil War, all these folks who, you know, are, are South, North. You know, yeah. Damn. Now the women is down. The girls is into that shit. What the <laughs> hell? It's over. It's over. It's, I'm out. Yeah, I'm a... going to play country hell. <laughs> you got any final shouts, K Dub? You got any final shouts? Oh man, I I, I got to give it up to my man that was on Vince the Voice. Yeah, I enjoyed that man. You bring on some great people. Yeah, yeah. give it up to Vince the Voice. Mm-hmm. Give it up to Vince. Yeah, Tanya B, you got any final thoughts before we before we wrap? Uh, well, I just turned the oven on. I'm, I'm making some uh, homemade yeast rolls today. Oh, wait a minute. Today. Hang on. What, what did what? you say? Every time I come in the kitchen, you're in the kitchen. What's cooking, Tanya B? What is cooking, Tanya B? Yeah, I've had yeah, they right. just finished. They just finished rising after two hours. I'm making some yeast rolls for dinner. And then today's NBA All-Star Sunday Super Soul dinner is going to be wild-caught salmon stuffed with spinach. Parmesan cheese and uh, sour cream, and we'll have a little salad on the side. Well, that's, that's all right. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I wow. forgot about the um, Parmesan garlic orzo. Of course, we got to have a little starch up in there. So that's dinner for tonight. Good stuff. Good stuff. Give it up for Tanya mm-hmm. B, y'all. Yes. Yeah. All right, y'all. Right on. Yes, right on. 
Don't forget y'all go to catstropolis.net. Click our link. Everything G Podcast is there. The podcast, the stream, uh, social media, everything is there. Again, thank you so much for being on Tanya B. Uh, yeah. thank, thank you again to K-Dub and the A-O-H-I-O yeah. and who again they? yeah who they and also big thanks to who that uh, Vince the Voice Vince Bailey the voice. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you man again yeah. Vince thank you so much for your yeah. for, uh, for Black Mental Matters what you bring to the table uh, for the community man keep doing uh, great stuff and, and y'all with that uh, episode 118 is in the can y'all and we yes. are out of here peace COVID, COVID is real peace. y'all don't be out there tussy rolling hey man you've been listening to the G Podcast with your host Tommy B the G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network thanks for listening <laughs>